When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. And I... Uh, did you have a lovely weekend? Oh, yeah. It was a I, had a, I, hope, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday weekend. This one was extra special because it was Easter, Passover, Ramadan, and a full moon. So it was an extra, extra busy time for interfaith werewolves. Um, down at the, the White House, they celebrated today with the first Easter egg roll since the pandemic started. And it's so nice we can gather again and watch the children safely have their egg race while we gamble big money on FanDuel. <laughs> Let's go, Pink Jacket! Come on, Pink Jacket! If I don't pay the Easter Bunny, he's gonna come take my thumbs! Pink Jacket! Get your head in the game! Come on! Go, baby! Go! Run for the roses! Come on! Now, I owe a lot of money. I owe, I, I owe a lot of people a lot of money, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> President Biden gave a speech during the event, and he called out the guest of honor. It means so much to see and hear the children and all the families show up to be here today. The joy, the laughter, and uh, the occasional, at least with my young grandson, it's only two, the occasional, there's Easter Bunny. <laughs> a little uh, startled sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the Easter Bunny. Oh, hey, hold on. Watch out, giant rabbits can be scary, Jack. Hold on, buddy. Back in Scranton, my pops used to say to me, hey, Joey, don't look a bunny square on the eye, I'll tear your face straight off. <laughs> Bunny's nothing but a dressed-up raccoon, rabies vector, okay? Got to arm wrestle him for the precious eggs. It's all in the Bible. Deleted schemes, book of peeps. <laughs> Watch out! Get behind me, Jill. <laughs> Come on, Jackrabbit. <laughs> Today was also. Not really. Not really. Thank you. Uh, today, uh, today was also tax day, or as Jeff Bezos calls it, no, it's not. Now, if you procrastinate on your taxes, you're not alone. As of last week, 40% of this year's taxpayers were still unaccounted for, with many scrambling to submit their documents today. In fact, Google's top search term today was, what is 1099, how to get face transplanted and move to Mexico tonight? <laughs> the midterms, uh, midterms for those with calendars, uh, are just seven months away. And the culture wars are, of course, raging in anticipation of the votes. Ground zero for the culture wars is Florida, a.k.a. America's mullet. Florida has focused heavily in the last couple of years on withholding knowledge from children. For instance, uh, they passed something called HB7, which prohibits any teaching that could make students feel they bear personal responsibility for historic wrongs because of their race, color, sex, or national origin. Okay, but it's really hard to tell the story of America without talking about historic wrongs. What is history class in Florida going to be like now? Okay, today, kids, we're going to learn about uh, that in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue 
blah, 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 the new Batman is now streaming on HBO Max. <laughs> Come and get your diplomas. And the... This censorship... This uh, official censorship isn't just affecting history class, because this weekend we learned that Florida rejected 41% of new math textbooks. At least they think it's 41%. For some reason, <laughs> they suck at math. <laughs> so, why the war against arithmetic? Well, the Florida Education Department explained that reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to critical race theory, which the Florida legislature says includes theories that distort historical events. What explains the updated unit on division? A house divided against itself. Hey, that's two houses. Nice. <laughs> Florida officials did not name the rejected textbooks, nor provide samples of passages that failed to meet the criteria, but describe the review process as transparent. <laughs> well, I guess they also banned dictionaries, because that's not what transparent means. <laughs> and while the banned books... Sure. Doesn't make any sense, does John? Yeah. Some things just based on make sense. While the banned books remain a mystery, here at The Late Show, we have received a copy of a newly approved Florida math problem. Congressman Matt Gates and two friends have 10 ounces of cocaine. There are 12 people at the party. Three of them are girls under 18. What should he call it on the Venmo transaction? Mm -hmm. School supplies. The correct answer is school supplies. Now, one of the engineers on the express train to right-wing crazy town is Fox News host Tucker Carlson, seen here picturing the green M&M without her candy shell. <laughs> now, I, I generally, I'm hesitant to talk about Tucker because he, he just does and says things that are kind of stupid for attention. Um, but this one's so stupid that it got my attention. <laughs> You see, Tucker has a new documentary on the debroing of America, and I, I will let him explain. One of the biggest stories of our lifetimes is the total collapse in testosterone levels in American men. Those levels are declining by roughly 10% per decade, completely changing the way people are at the most fundamental level. Okay, first of all, I don't think of my level of testosterone <laughs> as defining me at the most fundamental level. <laughs> But maybe I only think that because I have low testosterone. I, I don't know. I thought it was my soul. That's what I thought was the vote. Now, according to this crazy mother trucker, it is, uh, it's a big problem. The trailer of her documentary begins with a historic look back at the loss of America's precious bodily fluids. I welcome this opportunity to speak to the people of America about a subject which I believe to be most important, and that is the subject of physical fitness. There is nothing, uh, I think, uh, more unfortunate than to have uh, soft, chubby, fat-looking children. Of course, JFK was famous for fat-shaming kids. I mean, who can forget this moment? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask why Timmy's such a tubby-tubby two-by-four couldn't get through the Berlin Wall. Now, as a cruel man, the trailer... The trailer moves from history uh, on to a lot of sweaty, shirtless men. Once a society collapses, then... You're in hard times. Well, hard iron sharpens iron, as they say. And those hard times inevitably 
produce men who are tough, men who are resourceful, men who are strong enough to survive. And then they go on to re-establish order, and so the cycle begins again. I gotta say, coming from a Fox News anchor, that is a refreshing and positive celebration of homoeroticism. Good for you, fellas. Good for you. You know? Also, if they're worried about levels of testosterone, last time I checked, testosterone gives you body hair. Those guys are as smooth as an eel. <laughs> Among the many strange moments in this trailer, there's one that really caught my attention. It's a man milking a cow without a bucket. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, I'm not Farmer Brown, but I'm here to tell you, unless you bring a bucket, you're not milking a cow. You're a cow fondler. Okay? No. And yet, and yet, my friends, somehow it gets weirder. Is that man scanning his penis at the self-checkout? Unexpected item in the bagging area. <laughs> Clean up. Now, if you're wondering what the hell that was, and I hope you are, Tucker explained it in this promotional interview for his doc. If you want to optimize and take it uh, to another level, expose yourself to red light therapy. Yes. Um, and the juve um, that we were using in the documentary, there's a massive amount Which of... Which is testicle tanning. Yes. I'm no urologist, but if the Lord intended testicle health to include a lot of sunlight, I think he would have put them where the sun do shine. <laughs> like on your shoulders or something. You know? Would have looked good in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there it is. Tucker is promoting testicle tanning, which is surprising because last time I checked, he is the whitest dick ever. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, meanwhile. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. John, right here in my hands, I'll hold the questions for tonight's guest. Yeah. The lovely, the talented uh, Julia Roberts Julia is here Roberts. tonight. Can you imagine? Oscar, Oscar winner. Uh-huh. Julia, Julia Roberts. Well, you guys have a lot in common. You're an Oscar winner. She's an Oscar winner. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah, exactly. Feeling. It'll, be like talk, it'll be like talking to you, man. Like oh, to you. Goodness. It soon will be like talking to you because I listen. I already knew this, but it's been announced that you're going to be in uh, Steven Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey's *The Color Purple* movie. Color Purple. The musical. I'm It'll excited. In there. Yes. That's yes. out there. I'm not giving anything yeah, away. No, that's, that's out there in, now. That's out there. Word is that's out. That's fantastic. Yes. You're, 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 you're going to remember your friends, right? You're going to remember your oh, friends, come right? On, always. <laughs> Got to remember. Always. Well, folks. 
I spent a lot of my time on this show right over there. Wandering through the farmer's market that is today's biggest story, squeezing the finest news radishes, the ripest story peppers, sniffing the most topical dates, which they then pair with Framani Soprasada and the most succulent hand-raised pata negra jamon iberico, backed up by generous helpings of Beamster Gouda and a wedge of Briat Savarin triple cream brie. Then I add Fortnum and Mason apricot and Fig spreads with grissini breadsticks and la panzanella crocantini, and finally liberal sprinklings of San Saba Elliot pecans and Sicilian Castel Vetrano olives on a raw Carrera marble slab to lay out for you the spectacular gourmet charcuterie board that is my monologue. But sometimes, sometimes, folks. Sometimes I am hosed awake inside an empty 6,000-gallon diesel tanker off of I-24 where I'm hiding from a cult that I started, then dash naked behind a recently defunct Quiznos where I must wrestle a possum for the remains of a Baja chicken footlong, stagger into a middle school rec yard after fighting a seagull for the last ham cube in a Lunchables tray, punch a raccoon to steal his peanut, then dump it all into a hubcap I stripped off an abandoned 76 Chevy Vega to offer for you the rail yard buffet of news that is my second. Segment. Meanwhile, that raises your testosterone. This raises your testosterone. Big swingers right here. Meanwhile, the internet is a buzz over this optical illusion that supposedly reveals a lot about your mental age, evidently. If you can see an old man with his head bowed down, it means that you are mature in your thoughts. But if you see a young girl in the illusion, it means that you are a child at heart. Joke's on you. I see a young girl with an old man growing out of the back of her skull, okay? She needs to see a dermatologist ASAP, okay? Anything bigger than a pencil, okay? Anything bigger than a pencil eraser, get it checked, okay? Meanwhile, at an elementary school in Michigan, Kindergartners were woozy after drinking margaritas. Man, the cast of Euphoria is getting young. It seems one girl uh, brought in ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas to school, and the students drank the cocktails from Dixie Cups during snack time, one of whom went and told the teacher, there is liquor in this cup. To which the teacher said, then give me that. I make 28 grand a year, and I personally had to buy those crayons stuck up your nose. (laughs) Meanwhile, in sports religion news, the NFL's Houston Texans celebrated Passover this weekend by tweeting these images of their players (laughs) carrying matzahs Like a football, I assume to commemorate when the Israelites were in the two-minute drill right before the Red Sea closed up. (laughs) Now, some people didn't care for the tweet, but I love when teams mix religion and uh, branding together. Let's not forget, this is exactly how they celebrated Christmas. (laughs) Meanwhile, in other terrible Easter choices news, a parent dressed as the Easter Bunny passed out condoms at a Texas elementary school. Because if there's one thing we associate with rabbits, (laughs) it's birth control. (laughs) Then... (laughs) 
Apparently, the parent came to school to hand out plastic eggs, and some of those eggs contained candy, and some students were also given unopened condoms. An Easter bunny handing out condoms makes no sense. He should be hiding eggs filled with jelly beans around the backyard to commemorate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, like it says in the Bible. (laughs) On the third day, Jesus bit off the ears of the chocolate rabbit. (laughs) Meanwhile, Coachella is currently underway in Indio, California, with a special twist this year. Coachella is coming to Fortnite. The music festival is partnering with Epic Games to release Coachella-themed skins. So keep an eye out for the new Fortnite character. Do you have any Coke, Caroline? Coming up, Julia Roberts. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. For a treat, because my guest tonight is an Academy Award-winning actress you know from Pretty Woman, Erin Brockovich, and August Osage County. She now stars in the new series, Gaslit. Oh, well, thank you, dear. And could you please get a martini for Miss McClendon? Oh, no, no, thank you. I, I don't usually drink with my interview subject. Mr. McCord here, he doesn't drink on the job either. I don't trust him one bit. Uh, with a twist? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now... Where were we? Uh, well, I was... Oh, at- have I shown you my vases? They're Chinese. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was asking if there's any truth to the talk that your ease with the press has soured your relationship with the president. A vicious rumor. I am the one who introduced Dick to my husband. So there's no concern that you're overshadowing Nixon? You make me sound like an old oak tree. Would you ask such a question to Kissinger? With all due respect, Kissinger doesn't have a 76% name recognition with American families. You do. Well, someone should tell that to Pat Nixon. She has been double booking our events to make a point. Just this week, I had to reschedule a fundraiser just to satisfy her lust for the spotlight. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Julia Roberts. so nervous. I, I appreciate you. But... What do you mean? Oh, Come on. I'm very interested in this new production, Gaslit, where you play Martha Mitchell. And this is, this is telling the story of Watergate. But for the people out there who don't know, I, I'm older than you are. I remember the Watergate hearings. And uh, I remember all the stories about Martha Mitchell. But for the people who don't know, explain to them who she was and, and why she was such a fascinating character in Watergate. Well, I think, well, what's fascinating about her to me is all that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And Martha Mitchell was married to the attorney general for Richard Nixon, nay, uh, John Mitchell. And they were this sort of outrageous, well, she was outrageous side of the couple. And um, she was a woman who, in that time, in the position that she held, which was the position of wife, Mm -hmm. You know, she should have been 
um, glamorous and quiet, and she was glamorous and loud. You know, she was, she spoke out. <laughs> Not a shrinking violet. Uh, she spoke out against the Vietnam War, all these things that were really unexpected, and she became wildly uh, popular. She was on the cover of Time Magazine and Life Magazine, and and uh, was really a pioneer of women speaking their mind at a time and in a position where she wouldn't have. She would have been very popular today. And she would have done great on Twitter, is what <laughs> yes, she would have done. She would have done. All night. What was the most surprising thing you learned about, about her when, when you played the role? I think what, you know, because she is famously. Um, outspoken, she was referred to as the mouth of the South. Mm -hmm. um, as you can tell, she's got something. She's from Arkansas. She's from Arkansas. And what surprised me the most in my research was to discover that she actually had a lot of um, anxiety being in front of people, talking in front of people. She was dyslexic. She had a lot of learning differences. And so to have to present herself with poise was really nerve-wracking and, let's be honest, led to a bit of a drinking issue. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And the Nixon administration really took advantage of her popularity. They really put her out in the forefront as much as they could. And until she, they didn't. Until, until they didn't. Right. She was treated quite brutally. Yeah. Because they were so paranoid that she might give away something. Like, they're, they're, I didn't realize that she was essentially kind of un, unofficially house-arrested you know, by her own husband in a hotel in California to keep her from seeing anything in the news that she would s squawk about. Well, to say she's house arrested by her husband sounds like a long romantic weekend for the Mitchells, but it wasn't that. <laughs> well, he's the attorney general. It's <laughs> he not... left town and yes. left her with security to hold her prisoner in this hotel room so she couldn't see the newspapers or the news or anything about what had happened at the Watergate Hotel because... Her personal bodyguard from the White House had been wrongly sent in in the second pass of breaking into the Democratic offices in the Watergate Hotel. It's so much more exciting than I'm making it sound. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, tune in just to find out what I'm not saying about it. Well. <laughs> now, as I was saying before, she's, she's from Arkansas, and... Um, has a pronounced southern accent. You're from Georgia, I which am. people forget because you uh, you have I'm so no tall. well exactly exactly <laughs> no. But we don't perceive a southern accent when you talk. Right. I'm just curious. Did did you have much of one ever? Did you actually have to like? I, I'm from South Carolina and I went to theater school and they kind of trained it out of me. But when I'm, when I'm angry or drunk, it'll come out. And I'm just oh. curious if do you stay tuned exactly? <laughs> do, is, was it hard for you to drop or does it ever still come out? Um, I don't know the answers to either of those questions. I mean, I think the... the was it trained out of you? The, it wasn't trained out of me. Um, I mean, vocal I training. Have, I don't mean I you didn't had have a, any training. I don't mean uh, they put you a shock collar on you or anything like that. No, I think it's one... I think for most Southern people, you don't realize you have a Southern accent, and once someone right. points it out to you, mm -hmm. shows you the... what you think, you know... Yeah, then it, then you go, oh, uh, I don't want... I mean, nothing against... It's fabulous to have a Southern accent. It's fabulous. No, I wish I still I wish had I still one. had mine. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's quite charming now. It's so charming. But you're raised... Like, American media makes it seem like, oh, if you have a Southern accent, you're not smart. 
Really? No, that's they. You know, so, oh, you know. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. You're a card. I'm a card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No one gets you that joke because they can't see. She's literally got a card on her back. <laughs> we have to take a little bit of a break, but stick around. We'll be right back with more Julia Roberts, everybody. This is you with your, your, your co-star here, uh, the man playing the Attorney General, John Mitchell, and good luck recognizing him. That is Sean Penn. <laughs> right there. Well, th no, wait. This is Sean Penn. No. He's that good. Yeah. He's that good. <laughs> He's that good. <laughs> It was, it was no, nice it is, that the man was the one it, spending hours in hair and makeup for this shot instead of the woman? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. a little refreshing. I mean, but isn't it astonishing? Yeah. And can I tell you this about Sean, and he doesn't want anyone to know how nice and sweet he is, because it would destroy his reputation that he's worked so hard on. He, he had so much patience getting all of this makeup done, and it was, you know, he had a bodysuit and this whole thing, and it would be so hot. I'm in these fake furs mm -hmm. and my wig and my bodysuit. And I'd be like, oh, God, it's so hot. I'm so itchy. Oh, God, get this. Somebody take my coat. And he just, he's just rock steady. All his stuff on, he would just sit there. Is this the first smiling. thing you all have done together? Yes. Now, I find that hard to believe. You guys have both been successful for so long. You guys have known each other for a long time, we haven't you? We are very good friends. He's really one of my dearest, How did y'all, is it you're both Oscar winners, and so you had a play date for well, your no, Oscars together? No, yeah, there's a club. There's a club we meet on Tuesday. You Tuesdays. meet at the park. Yeah. They, you watch the Oscars Tuesdays. play while you drink um, coffee. I've known Sean since I was a teenager, and I am no teenager. Was he a teenager at the time, too? Are we talking to Spicoli, no, Sean no, Penn? No, no, no. Um, I'll just keep saying no. Um, so this is pre-Mystic Pizza. Oh, yes, yes. I think I met Sean maybe when I was 16 or 17 years mm -hmm. old here in the great New York City. Wow. What's he like? I, we've had him on, I've had him on many times, this show and, and, and the preview show. He's an immensely talented. He's so talented. smart. He's, He's so immensely smart. talented. Yeah. Uh, kind of projects oddball at you. Kind of projects. Um, uh, Makes you nervous. Well, you think he's. You not, don't know what's going to happen or what he's going to say. You think it just might fall apart at any second. What's he like to hang with? Just dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> He'd be so cross with me to say that. But yeah, he's he's a dream, and he's so he he cares so deeply sure. about film and character and people and humanity and he's just he's incredible and he loves you he said so publicly many times and he's, he's also expressed it in an odd way <laughs> oh god do you know what i'm about to show you no okay <gasps> is something bad gonna happen i don't think it's bad i think it's quite lovely but it's very strange much <laughs> like sean penn is oh my god this is him honoring you and describing a very specific fantasy he has about you. Oh, Don't worry, it's not, it's safe for work, but it's still strange. <laughs> Jim? 
Jim. In the words of William Saroyan, she is that which shines and is beyond corruption. One of a select group of actresses who can make on-screen eating sexy. I could watch her eat for hours on end, even if the food got stuck in her teeth. I want her to make an eating movie in 3D. How great would it be to sit there watching a, a, a Julia Roberts movie, eating in 3D, she's eating corn on the cob, and then something gets stuck here, and, and you, you, could, you could take your virtual toothpick and say, I, I got that, babe. And just take, so, personal fantasy. Sweet, sweet, but, but very strange, very strange at the same time. I guess I know what my next film is. Yes. Yeah. We have to take a little bit of a break, but when we come back, I will ask Julia what it's like to quarantine with George Clooney. Also, getting together to do your fifth film with Mr. George Clooney oh, called yeah. Ticket to Paradise. Yeah. It's a rom com. <laughs> out, out in October. Shot it in Australia now, last this year. This is actually Sean Penn as George Clooney, which is incredible. So good. I mean, it's so really. Good. I'd watch George Clooney it... eat. Corn? I have watched George Clooney, <laughs> actually. Um, is he a fun guy to bubble with? Because I, in Australia, they're very, very tight. Uh, we were COVID heavily, protocols. heavily bubbled. Yes, yep. heavily bubbled. Yeah. George and I were heavily bubbled. Mm. Um, I, I mean, he's, he's. He, he brings the tequila, obviously. He does. Tequila's free. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, yeah, he's he's everything that you think he is. He is more than that. Wow. Have yeah. you been to the place at Lake Como? No. You haven't? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course I have. Well, I don't yeah. know. No, I'm just kidding. No, we all lived there. When we were doing um, Ocean's 12, we all lived at George's house. Can you imagine? Wow. And I was pregnant for the first time, and you would have thought I was made of glass. Oh. I, I mean, I would go to reach for the No, I've got it for you. You know, like my bedroom was on the first floor because they didn't want me to take the stairs. <laughs> like old being house. pregnant somehow, yes. like they just wanted to dress me in cotton balls and kind of usher yeah. me. I know, it was really, really yeah. charming. Yeah. 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 Yes, I've been to the house, too. I've been to the house, too. <laughs> so. Didn't want you to think that I haven't been to the house. Of course you have. I mean, come of on. Course. Yeah. Number one show. I've been to the yeah, house. I've been of course you have. It goes without saying. Exactly. It goes without saying. I'm also cool. <laughs> I'm also cool. Okay, speaking of cool, this is truly cool. Congratulations. This year, we're celebrating 20 years oh, of marriage. Oh, I am. That's, if you didn't know... <laughs> If you didn't know, I wanted you. I'm the first to tell you that that is fantastic. What what do you, let, I want to ask you? What do you think the secret is to a successful marriage, young lady? Um, well, you would know the answer to that as well. 28, 28 years. 28. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You want to say? We'll say on three. We'll say what the secret is. Okay. Uh, one, one, two, two three. three. Apologize. <laughs> you said what? I said kissing. You said, okay. <laughs> 
Well, I would like to apologize to my wife for not saying kissing. Well, no, or maybe it's you apologize and then you just start making it It's out. the makeup sex, exactly. Yeah. The makeup kissing, obviously, because at this age. Making up. Okay, exactly. there is someone in the audience who is so sweet, and every like third thing I've said, they've gone, aw. <laughs> do we have to so know sweet. who that is? Madame, a delight. Thank you. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. CBS Sunday, after The Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions, and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.